We're never gonna die. We're gonna be forever. I had an apple brought for dinner and some pierogi. The pierogi I had was potato. It was so goody. Like pierogi, it made a rhyme with pierogi and good. I'm a poet. <laughs> Why do you need Smackay on this 420? Para Because it is 420. Oh, it is 420, con leche escuela mañana. Happy 420. Um, happy 420. <laughs> you know what else it is today? It's Doge Day. You know what Doge, Doge Day, Day is, Jesse? Is it oh, my when you celebrate that meme of the Doge? It is the day when everyone who has Doge coin... Uh, which is a Bitcoin, it's a joke based off of, you know, cryptocurrencies. And that, went, that really got rich recently, oh, right? Oh, it went crazy recently. From the beginning of the year, it's gone to from below a cent to now, uh, it had, it's like peaked at like over 46 cents at one point in the last week. But today's supposed to be the day when everyone drives it to go over a dollar a share. And instead, it fucking tanked, and everyone was an idiot, and I feel like a used condom, because mm. I pumped some Are- money into it at like 38, I think I'm at 38 cents right now is my average share price, and right now it's like down in the 33s, and I'm like, I feel like an idiot. Happy 420. Should have sold your Dogecoin. <laughs> oh, my fucking Doge. But you know what else was today? There was an Apple event, and there were some sexy new iMac shown off. There was yes. some sexy AirTags shown off. There was some mm-hmm. sexy iPad Pro shown off. There and was, what? Derek Chauvin, the killer of George Floyd, uh-huh. was found guilty <gasps> on all counts. Yes. Happy Doge Day. I'm excited. Happy Doge 20. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. All right. Welcome. It's time for me to welcome you all. Welcome back to the show, the eternal show. We're never going to die. We're going to live forever. Do you want me to just go through? I ate an apple brat. No, no, no. We don't. Oh, man. Welcome to AAWY, the and also with you podcast from Affable Idiots. We're two of those. We're two-thirds of the affable idiots right here so sitting before you. Every week, join us and all your other lifelong friends as we laugh together. Ha, 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 ha. Share secrets. My dog headbutted me in the mouth yesterday, and uh, it was an accident. And, uh, well, I have a cut on the inside of my mouth from my tooth. Oh my! Head butted me from your tooth or her tooth? My tooth. It was in bed because you know she was wasn't yesterday. It was Sunday. She was really sick. But yesterday, um, she was in the bed. So we let her in the bed at like six in the morning um, for like some cuddles before we get up, and Uh she was laying down, and I'd leaned over to give her a hug, and as I was leaning over, she like whipped her head back to sit up and just like. Bopped me right in the mouth. Good old dogs with okay, the head back and forth. She did. You know, I'm not mad at her. She didn't do it on purpose. It's not like when she gets mouthy with me and does that shit on purpose. So, <laughs> okay. She's so sweet. But that's my secret 
I have a secret. That's the one. We're also going to strengthen our friendships. <laughs> Your tongue is so skinny. <laughs> you love it, don't you? <laughs> well, now it's wide, but stick it out like you just were. You have a weird... F- Ew! Ew, how do you make it so skinny even in the back? You guys, if you want some hot, hot tongue in action. <laughs> that is weird, Mike. If you want to see some I just hot, have a really good sexy tongue, control. tongue action, go I'm watch this on YouTube. Oh my gosh. That is, how do you make it so skinny on at the back even and then so wide? It's like yeah. flubber. <laughs> That's what they call Does it bounce? <laughs> Does it bounce like flubber? Yes, it does. To yes. answer my question, it does. <laughs> so that's Mike's secret. He's got a weird tongue. He got a mm, fucked up tongue. tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Well, that strengthened our friendship. If nothing else in our lives have strengthened our friendship, <laughs> that did. <laughs> and that has happened on this off-color Mr. Rogers-esque wire show. Mr. Rogers-esque The Wire show. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Jesse Neal. That's me. And with me here, I have Chad Mikhail Ennis. Howdy. Mountain Dew. <laughs> Mountain Dew. I was going to say all... Ola Coca-Cola, but then I feel like I've done that too many times tonight. I said howdy, and I'm like, fuck, now what do I say? Mountain Dew. Yeah, the fans are getting so bored. You should see the messages I've received. Like, can you please get... Chad Mikhail Ennis is stop saying Coca-Cola. <laughs> Coca-Cola even sent a cease and desist. <laughs> JK, JK, JK Rowling is canceled. Trans people. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, so it's the two of us and all you lifelong friends listening and watching across the world. I'm so happy to be here with all of you. And also with you. <laughs> Mike, I'm going to start today by asking you a pregunta. Okay. That's a pregnant. And I want you to answer honestly. Right, right. (laughs) It's a pregnant. I'm going to ask you a pregnant. I want you to answer honestly now. Okay. Okay. Boy Scouts, honor Scouts, salute, three fingers. My horn can pierce the sky. You're so weird. (laughs) Okay. If suddenly. The butthole is not where poop came out anymore. Whoa. And you had to choose between pooping out your ears or pooping out your, I'm making this up on the fly. I can tell. I would say nostrils. Ooh, no, I take it back. Between pooping out your nose and pooping out your tear ducts, which would you choose? Oh, my. Yeah, I wanted to make it real bad. I was going to say ears and nose, but the answer, the choice is obviously ears, so you don't have to smell it so much in your nose, right? Well, that was, I, I, I'm not, not sure the about question. the ears and nose, but the tear duct, I think, is the way to go for two reasons, yeah. uh, for many reasons. Um, you don't have to smell it like permanently, like you can cry it out and be done. It's going to get all in your eyes, though. Yeah, well, you're of gonna course, like but, get a little bit and blink, and you're just gonna have shit. Eye. You're gonna get pink eye all the but time. But listen, but listen, <laughs> eye wash stations are a pretty normal thing. So you can just hold your eyes up and go ah, and get water in your eyes, rinse them out. It's pretty easy. 
Think about the shit that's gonna get lodged in your nose, in your nose hairs, in your sinuses. You're gonna be smelling it forever. You're gonna be tasting that's it. True. So you're gonna get that post nasal drip, and you're gonna have diarrhea coming down your yeah. throat. Congestion. I would take congestion to a whole nother oh, level. Oh yeah, that's congestion is now constipation. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And you sneeze and and have runny nose out your butt. <laughs> yep. And then you know if you poop out your tear ducts, then you can always you know like pinch yourself or eat something spicy, make yourself cry as basically your eye bidets. Eye bidet. Eye bidet. Yep. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yep. Oh, now I'm just imagining like poop, just like and just like looking over and like I'm Mike. You have a little something. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't hold it anymore. <laughs> and you're just like, I don't know, like pooping in class. <laughs> Do you think you, and you have farts too, though. I imagine you'd have farts too. And so you're on your tear duct, you just get like a big tuft of air, puff of air across your eye. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, this, this podcast has started off amazingly. Yep. Perfect. But what say we get ourselves into a little healthy competition? Yes, let's. Last week, we played America's favorite game, Shia, Shania, Zendaya, where I had to guess it, from a description of a film or television show what, what it was and which of the three was in it. I did it better than I expected. You did pretty good. So that's pretty, good. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. This week... We're going to play a little game. That, I'm, tr- I'm trying to pull up the, the sound bite. Stall, I really fucked stall, screwed the pooch stall. on this. <laughs> no! Ah! <laughs> I did a bad job. <laughs> okay, this week we're going to play a game called Law and Order BSD. Bullshit Detective. Ooh. I've and been told this, there's a theme song. I have two... Yeah, we've well, we've got a song here that okay. uh, a little sound bite that I'll that I'm gonna play for us. But we have seven rounds. In each round, there are two descriptions of an episode of Law and Order. Okay. One is real, one is fake. Okay. And you just have to guess which one's which. It's not easy. Okay. <laughs> I didn't write these. This is courtesy of Kase Saska. One of them. Right. They're the, are they're identical, ready? but one of them just says Ice T is in it, and the other one says Ice Cube is in it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Nobody knows. And one says vanilla ice, but that's the third one and we took it out. (laughs) Law and order, baby. All right, are you ready to see how good of a bullshit detective you are? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, round one. Law and Order, original series. That's what these are from. Okay. All of them or just this this round? Okay. Just this round. Okay. From the episode Class Warfare that aired in 1993. Can you believe it? A valedictorian turns up dead after chess club. I know. The top suspects are three classmates vying for top of the class, but all have an unbreakable alibi, an archaeological dig. And option two, Bottomless from 2008, 
An investigation into a pair of missing pants unveils the murder of a young lawyer. The detectives turn their suspicions to a businessman who works for a shady multinational corporation called Saving Smart. Ooh. Which is real and which is what fake. Was the, what was the year on the second one? 2008. Oh, my. Okay. So, I'm going to say that the second one is fake. No, sorry. The second one is real. The second one is real. The one about Savings Mart and the missing pants. Okay. The archaeological dig is just too normal. It's just too normal for a wacky it's game. too normal. <laughs> yep. Too normal. Final answer. Final answer. I wasn't going to tell you until you said final answer, because that's... Well, I said it, Regis. From a R.I.P. R.I.P. You are correct. Bottomless <laughs> is the real one. <laughs> Do you ever watch these shows? I never Trebek. have. Also, rest in peace, Trebek. All the old white game show hosts are dying. Are dying. What's going to happen when um, Drew Carey goes? Oh, my God. Drew Carey? Pat Sajak? Is he not dead? Who's Pat Sajak? Wheel of Fortune guy. Is he? Yep. Pat Sajak. I know oh, yeah, that because that I did. Uh, I was the understudy for a role in Now Hear This, and one of the songs was about a kid who really, really wanted to m meet and be Pat Sajak. He's 74. 74? Born in Chicago. Emphasis on that. <laughs> All right. Round two, art thou Wait. ready, Trebek? <laughs> yes. Round two, this is from the Criminal Intent series. <gasps> Law and Order, Criminal Intent. Okay. The episode titled Tanks, 2002, the year. I hope it's about tank tops. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, let's read it and find out. <laughs> Goran... Must get two serial rapists, played, <gasps> played by Steve Buscemi and Billy Baldwin, to snitch oh, to find my. a murderer in hiding. However, the two men are bound by their experiences serving in Korea with the suspect. Oh, bound by glory, bound by God. Papa bound John's. by glory, <laughs> bound by God, Papa John's. So Tanks is going up against Want, which aired in 2004. Okay. A man driven to torture, murder, and cannibalism by loneliness, played by Neil Patrick Harris, is up for the death penalty. However, Gorin engineers his confession in order to spare the man's life. Um, I have two questions. What's the year on the second episode again? 2004. 2004. Okay, okay. My second question is a statement. The first one is real. Here's why. <laughs> yes, I tell really, us why. I really, really want a team-up episode of Steve Buscemi and Billy Baldwin together to be a real thing. So I've decided. As rapists. Yes, as serial rapists. <laughs> I want that to be a thing. So I've decided that the first one is real, and the second one, little Doogie Howser, Neil Patrick Harris, not a thing. Not, not real? Finally. You have to say the words. Yep. Yes! You're not right. You're wrong. You're oh, so, so wrong. Sickles. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris did play a man driven to torture, murder, and cannibalism by loneliness. 
That was the second thing. Can you cannibalism it? By, driven to cannibalism by loneliness. Who is he eating if he's lonely? <laughs> That's what I had the same thought. I don't know. Maybe he goes out and like kills people. He's a torturer and a murderer. I imagine he goes and gets them, tortures them, kills I am them. Them up. I am a torturer. I am no longer a torturer. I have left that behind. Let me torture him. It's in my blood. I'm a torturer. I am not a torturer anymore. <laughs> oh, Saeed. Sweet, sweet Saeed. All right, round three. You ready? Yes. Coca-Cola. Okay. This one is also from Law and Order, the original series. Okay. The first episode on the chopping block, as it were, is Slice from 1998. Oh, I hope it's named after the orange soda. Definitely. Even if it's not, it is. (laughs) (laughs) The investigation of a murder-suicide involves two teenage girls involved in cutting ugh, their arms. Sorry, that always gets me. Okay, so the investigation of a murder-suicide involves two teenage girls involved in cutting their arms. The case hinges on which of the girls' scars can be identified by a witness who was on ecstasy at the time. Ooh. Ecstasy, Molly, MDMA, mixed martial arts. Slice. (laughs) Orange soda. Full circle. (laughs) (laughs) So Slice is up against Encore from 1996. Entourage. Entourage. Not Entourage. Entourage. Yes, Encore. I see where your brain went. I see what happened. I was like, no, that's, oh, wait. Yep, I get it. (laughs) Okay. A jogger killed in Central Park is the second wife of a former comedy club owner who was acquitted of killing his first wife. That is a lot of descriptors for their relationship. And we're not. (laughs) Yep, it is. And we're not even done yet. I mean, the relationship part is, is done. So convicting him this time hinges on tracing the path of a Colombian coin used as a subway token. A subway token. Bah, the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've already forgotten Slice. Oh, arm cut. Got it. Arm cut girls. Yes. Which one has the right pattern? Tiger stripes. Yeah, person was on ecstasy. Molly. Person's on ecstasy. She has to identify the slices on her arms. Not real. Not real. Not fun enough for procedural crime drama who's running out of ideas by 1998. Or 1996, sorry, is when when the next one. Slice was 98. On, yeah. yeah, on course 96. I'm running out of ideas. Yeah, this show's gone on forever, hasn't it? Entourage <laughs> is the real episode. Colombian well, subway token. Because there's Encore. no, there is Encore. no entourage episode. Encore <laughs> Stepanski. That was a person that I went to scouts answer? with. What's the name? Corey Matthews. That's the Boy Meets Girls. Boy Meets World. Corey Matthews. Uh, yeah, final answer. Final answer. Encore. You're correct. Fuck Encore yeah, I am. is the correct. Nope. I said zero points. You got one point because you got it right. Way to go. That You're two for three right now. A kid in King on Thor's core. Get it? Oh, I see what you... I took the word encore, split it wow. in half. Is your brain tired? <laughs> your tongue is weird. My tongue could be it's so <laughs> upsetting. It's so upsetting. <laughs> I'm 
gonna swap the battery for this light out real quick. I'm listening. Keep going. Okay. All right. Round four also comes from Law and Order, the original series. The first episode on the chopping block is Thin Ice from 2000. A high school hockey coach is killed by a player's dad for not giving him enough playtime. The case leads to the defense insisting the father acted because of, quote, sports rage. Sprage? Sprage. Sprage McGillicuddy. Did you get all of it? <laughs> yes. Thin ice, sports rage. Sports rage. And the second episode on the deck, Old Soul, which premiered in 2001. The murder of a 100-year-old Jamaican man leads the detectives to his past as a voodoo priest. Mm. They uncover a trail of ritual killings by the old man and an accomplice to gain immortality. Definitely the right one. That last one, immortality, voodoo, who do you voodoo, moo moo, is a long t-shirt. Um. <laughs> well, hoodoo and voodoo are two different types of, I guess, religion and magic. Magic religion? Magic religion. So you said hoodoo, voodoo, moo moo. Ooh, no, you could do hoodoo, voodoo, mew mew, the fashion designer, and mew mew made the shirt. Oh, poo poo. Think twice before you poo poo it. <laughs> That's from Rent. Um, <laughs> yeah, the second one definitely is fantastical. Final answer? You are incorrect. Poop in my shoes. Casey made up the second one. The first one is real. Fudgy McFudgerson. Somebody tried to do say, do say, do say, door say. Try, somebody tried to say sports rage was real. Probably a white. Do you talk to me on the phone? Do you call him? <laughs> Weird. When's the last time Weird. you watched Ace Ventura? Let's watch that together. Uh, years and years. Let's do it. We can have an, uh, We can just like watch it over the internet together. Done. I've seen advertisements for some weird thing you can pay for so that kids can watch cartoons with their grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what it's called, but it's a thing. I've seen okay. it. I saw the commercial on the, on the television when I was visiting my familia in Hickory. All right. Are you ready for round five? Yeah, 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 yeah. Give it to me, Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. This is from Law and Order SVU. Special, Special victims, victims underwear. Unit underwear. Mm. Unit's a euphemism for penis and balls. Penis and balls. And balls. That's yeah, the whole unit, I guess. The whole, the whole accoutrement. <laughs> the whole accoutrement. The, the whole charred cootery board. Char Ooh, it's it's a charred penis. That yes. sucks for yes. the person. No, it's a charred cooter. That sucks. <laughs> Ooh, that, that still sucks. A cooter burger. I ate a burger, <laughs> ate a burger one, one time. time. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Back on track. Okay, sorry. The episode first on deck is a single life from 1999. A teen model is found beaten raped, and dumped in front of a hospital. Ooh. The detectives find a high level of drugs in her system. This leads them to her modeling agency, where the girl was kicked out for being, quote, too heavy. Mm. Stabler deals with the suspected anorexia of his daughter. 
That's the first episode. Wait a minute. The episode is about a father dealing with the maybe my daughter's anorexic and not who the fuck beat and raped my daughter. <laughs> well, no, 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 it wasn't his daughter. It's a di- so the model, the case with the model who was beaten and raped and was kicked out for being too heavy brings to oh, the and forefront. Oh, the detective has the oh, gotcha. Okay, okay. It's the okay. connection. Got it. It's the Got connection. It. What's the year on that one? 1999. Okay. Okay. It's kind of early to be talking about, you know, not fat shaming people. 99, we were very much about saying everyone should be a toothpick. Honestly, until recently. Yeah. <laughs> the the media has been very much that way, which isn't good. It's good to be not that. The second episode on deck is Circuits from 2001. I'm a circuits clown. Let me. <laughs> I when I read circuits, I was like, make sure you don't say circus. Make sure you don't say circus. Okay, Munch enlists the help of a whiz kid cyber hacker, played by Frankie Muniz, to track down a man who lures young girls to hotels over instant messenger. Stabler deals with his young daughter's reckless use of online messaging. What's the year on the second one? 2001. 2001. Right in the prime of Frankie Munez's career. Actually, it was maybe beforehand. When did, when did Malcolm in the Middle come out? That's a good question. When did Malcolm and the, the Middle Malcolm come out? Malcolm in the Middle come out. 2000? 2000. January oh, yeah, 9th, so it was 2000. right after that Star Star. Um... So I'm going to say I want that to happen for him, even though he probably doesn't remember it today. And Poor a guy, memory loss. messenger, I want that to be real. So I'm going to say the second one is a real law and order, is it special victims, CI? Penis. Special victims penis. penis. Special victims penis. SVU. That's the one. Final answer. Ah. No points this time. No! Uh, uh. Why do you hate Frankie? Yep. <laughs> because he he should have been better in that movie where he got where where the um, the other guy from Sideways was in it and he got all blue. What's his name? Oh, the um he played like the principal? No, something I don't remember. What's this guy's name? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm going to feel so stupid when I see it. I I mean, Paul I know Giamatti? the uh, Paul Giamatti. <laughs> yes. Paul Giamatti, Frank he the Body, Giviotti. Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Paul Giamatti, Frank the Body, Giviotti. I had yeah, a burger one time. I always get that movie mixed up with Snow Day, which I believe was also a Frankie Muniz joint. Right? I don't know. Uh. I went on the Universal Studios Backlot Tour in California, and I was on the set where at the end of that movie where Paul Giamatti gets hit by the giant wall of water, I was on a trolley, and they released the same water that he got hit by. And that water hit the trolley. He was not in Um, Snow Day. Frankie Muniz was not? No. Maybe I should, should I Google Frankie Muniz? Big fat liar. That's the one I'm thinking of, where yes, Paul is. Giamatti was blue. Snow Day cast. 
I'm just Googling Frankie Muniz winter movie. Okay, here's, here's a real thing. I often get Paul Giamatti and disgusting Paul Giamatti, a.k.a. Chris Elliott, mixed up. Chris Elliott mm. is in Snow Day. Paul Giamatti's in Big Fat Liar. Yes. Chris Elliott, I hated until Schitt's Creek. I and still now I really like him. And in, in Schitt's Creek. I mean, yes, he's gross. He, played, he's, he has top billing. He played the snowplow man. Who were the kids? Chevy Chase was in it. He's a bad person now. He's canceled. Who were the kids in that movie? In what movie everyone we're talking on about this now? IMDb page is now grown up, and now I don't recognize them by their their photos. Are you still looking at Big Fat Liar? No, I'm looking at Snow Day. Oh right, 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 right. Well, Josh Peck from Drake and Josh is, is in that it. Apparently, Josh. Yeah, that's that Josh. Chevy Chase. He was a child in that movie. <laughs> uh, I don't recognize the children at all based on the movie cover. So, who the fuck the knows? Fuck cares oh. or knows? All right, round six, the penultimate round. Also from app. Law and Order SVU. Oh, SVU. The first ask, episode. Are they both from SVU? But one of them's not even fucking real. So what does it matter? <laughs> exactly. So, yes. <laughs> the first episode is Prodigy from 2002. Oh, prodigy.net. Dot com. Prodigy.net. My mom's first email address was leader at prodigy.net. She got leader at prodigy.net. <laughs> That's great. That's amazing. Good for your mom. Yeah. Good for her. Now, in this episode, that, which aired in 2002, okay, a man important. and woman were... Oh, what? I said, okay, that's important. It's so important. Mm -hmm. A man and woman are stabbed during a romantic park encounter. The detectives discover the crime scene was staged, and the woman was an animal rights officer for the Manhattan Federation for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. This leads them to a young animal torturer played by Boardwalk Empire's Michael Pitt with a troubled relationship to the woman. Or String from 2009. A brilliant black wheelchair-bound physicist played by Preacher's Ruth Nega is found raped and beaten in an alley. The psychological damage keeps her from reveling, uh, revealing, excuse me. The psychological damage keeps her from revealing the attacker. Suspects emerge, including a rival wheelchair-bound physicist, a jealous dean, and an alcoholic ex-husband. What was the year on the second episode again? 2009. What? <laughs> See, the thing that uh, you read the first description and I'm like Little known fact, Boardwalk Empire wasn't out in 2002, so why would that be referenced in the description of the episode? And then you went and threw Ruth Nega and Preacher out there in the second one. I'm like, well, fuck, that one also wasn't out by then. You tricky bajingy. Somebody must have gone back through and put it in there to say, just so you know, this is that person. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Um, or they're both fake. I'm just kidding. That's not going to ever happen. Here's how 
I know. How do I know which one is the bullshit? Here's how I know which one's the bullshit. Nobody knows who the fuck Ruth Nega is. She's only ever been on Preacher. And you and well, I know her. Some... And Has Casey. Has she been on Preacher? I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever seen her or anything else. You've been showing Casey Preacher recently. Therefore, she's top of mind for him. Therefore, he made one up and put her in it. Therefore, Boardwalk Empire, the first episode, is the real one. Final answer. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> also, Ruth Nega's not canceled for playing a wheelchair-bound person. So, Although, seemingly, nobody gets canceled for doing that. Because it was it's also still 2009. Happening. That's true. Well, it wasn't though because we it were didn't an happen. Ignorant species. Oh, you're right. You're species. Right. Emphasis species. on she. Nietzsche. Her street. Species. 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 All right. This is the last round. Round seven. So Do far, you, you say are species one. or species. I think I say species. Species? Because that's how it's pronounced. Species. 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 <laughs> do you say feces? <laughs> or do you say no, feces? But, but there's an I in species, but there's not in feces. That's true. That we know of. What if species. we've been spelling it wrong? Um, I'm going to look it up while you read the next description. I'm listening, I promise. Hold on. Two. I'm just looking to see how many points you've gotten. You have three points. Is that right? You got one oh, right. Oh shit! According you got three to right. according to Google, the like the you Google how to pronounce species and it comes up with a big old box and it says spe s p e e she's s h e e z species. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna Google it myself. I don't trust you. You're a man. <laughs> huh. I'm going to go to Merriam-Webster.com. It says both are correct and both are acceptable. But this is an an a real ancient, up. ancient kind of thing. No, 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 no. Because, well, maybe, 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 maybe. Because ancient, I think. Isn't that how you say it? And that's right? Ancient. Oh, yeah. Ancient. According to Mer- Merriam-Webster, you can say either species or species. I don't like it. Species. Species. I'm going to say feces from now on. Feces. <laughs> I love gold okay. feces. Gold feces. Oh, yeah, that's good too. Okay. You're three for six. Let's pound out the seventh round, shall we? Pound oh, it out. Pound me. Also from Law and Order SV Penis. Mmm. We have two episodes up for grabs. The first is Avatar, which aired in 2007. A girl who plays online role-playing games goes missing. Her boyfriend, a suspect, is discovered to suffer from, in quotes, sexomnia, which caused him to attempt to rape the victim's sister. To locate the girls, or excuse me, to locate the girl, detectives Benson and Stabler log on to the web and use her avatar to track the kidnapper down. Okay, okay. The, the next episode, Stilts and Stones, also from 2007. 
A young girl is found raped and beaten. That seems to happen a lot. A young girl is found raped and beaten at Au La Vue, a popular French-themed circus show at Madison Square Garden. Her refusal to identify her attacker leads the detectives to probe a decades-long feud between two rival circus families who favor stilts versus juggling. Mm. Number two is fake. Because there's no reason why you can't juggle on stilts. And in fact, <laughs> many clowns do. <laughs> but what if these clowns don't believe in mixing the best also, of both worlds? Also, a circus at Madison Square Park? No, it was Madison Square Garden. Madison what square? Garden. Gad. Garden, oh. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I'm going to say James Cameron's Avatar in 2007, logging onto the World Wide Web. Is the real Law and Order <laughs> SVU episode? Oh, God. <laughs> Final answer. Final answer. You got four points out of this game. Chicken you got it right. Noodle soup with a four-point soda on the side. Oh, over half. Over half. Over half. I got over half. <laughs> That was fun. Thank you for playing. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Good job. You did better than I did when Casey was reading me those. Like, I don't fucking know. They're all ridiculous. <laughs> and a lot of women and a lot ridiculous. of girls get raped, beaten, and murdered on this show, right? apparently. God. Ugh. All right, friends, I bet that's, family. I bet watching Law & Order SVU is where all those rapists get the idea from. Yeah, if they'd stop that's showing it on television, people would stop television doing it. Television anymore. We, nobody should watch television. Nobody should watch movies. We're all too impressionable. Yes. We're like babies. We're like sponges. Spunk. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say spunk and babies in the same thing. Spunk is what makes babies. Spunk and an egg. Egg spunk. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Grody. All right. What say we move on down the line? I say we. That's French for yes. Let's, we for yes. For French. For birds. We can pickle that. <laughs> it's beets. <laughs> Moving on to our honest discussion. Last week we talked about what we did to entertain ourselves on long road trips. Growing up. Currently. In general. It was fun. I got Mike to reminisce out. about all the things that I did. Mike got to reminisce about the things that he did. He had all the video games in the car. It was great. This week, Mike has brought to the tableau the topic of predicting the next revolutionary device. Why don't you take it away? Jesse, I was thinking a lot today at the dinner table at mm. 8. 11 p.m. when I told you I would meet you at 8.15 p.m. And I said, mm, what mm. am I going to do today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happens. And that then happens. I started thinking about the phone in my hand. And I said, you know, a hundred years ago, phones were novelty. I don't know. Were they invented a hundred years ago? I think so. They were a novelty. 
And they were, you could call people on a landline from a fixed position if you had the right number and they had a connection. Now, 1876, yeah. See, told you, told you, fucking told you. Now, <laughs> your phone can scan a room with LiDAR in an instant. It can, it can deep fake people's faces onto other people with the touch of a button. It can record feature films. It can do crazy computational shit. And it's a phone, still. So I then thought, what else has kind of done that? Watches. They used to be these mechanical little pieces of shit that no one wanted to wear because you could tell the time by the sun. Why do you need a wristwatch? I cut my wrists off. <laughs> I just have a hand attached to my arms. <laughs> so watches now, they read your blood oxygen level. There are studies if they can detect COVID preemptively. All sorts of crazy things that watches can do. And then I thought, you know, what's the next big thing? Well, glasses, you know, they can help you see better. They can help you read better. Google Glass tried to get into that game and make that they, augmented reality, all that kind of shit. It didn't really happen, though, did it? Didn't really take off, no. But they tried. But. And that's half the battle. That's exactly right. I want us to think of the next mundane piece of shit thing and try to determine in a hundred years what might this thing be like the if if this becomes the next big thing in technology what might it do uh, what if like somebody creates a thing where books if for somebody who like likes stories but doesn't want to read or wait for it to inevitably get turned into a movie or a television show like you can like buy the book and then it just there's some sort of a system that just animates it for you immediately. And then you can watch it. I don't know. I feel like that's oh, not I the like best that. way. It would probably just be pre-animated, but a computer system that animates it, it for you. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's something that like you, a device that you attach to the book and it like projects a little hologram of the action yeah. and it uses machine learning to, to make brand new voices for all the characters and they're all distinct mm -hmm. and... okay cool. okay like for okay. you you don't love to read you know like you like to read yep. certain things but it's not your, you'd rather watch stuff but there mm -hmm. are some really mm -hmm. cool mm -hmm. stories in books that you're that you are, are missing out on and and myself because i can only read so much i mean it takes a while to read i mean it takes me a couple like a, a week or two to read a book Wow, you can watch a movie of a book in a, a two hours. In a two hours. Just think of all the stories we could consume. I like it. I like that a lot. Um, I have not prepared anything ahead of time for this, so I'm just looking around my room looking for random things. What about pens? Pens. I feel like... So, okay... I feel like we're we're right on the cusp of pens taking off. You know, we yeah. started with the quill and ink, writing with a bird feather, and then you know pencils came out, writing with graphite, and now ink pens, mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. and then ballpoint pens, and there are now fountain pens. Fountain pens. They can give you drinks. There are pens with thirteen colors on them that you can pick a color. Ooh, yes. But there are now pens 
that you're not only writing things or drawing things, you are creating 3D things. There are 3D printing pens that you can That's like right. make structures in 3D space with a pen. What if pens, like you could, you there's a way that a pen can like, you give it a, a piece of art or an image or something that you want to appear in space in front of you. And you can just simply scribble in the space in front of you and it shows up. And the pen paints oh, it with light cool. or with a hologram or... Or if there's like a mural that you want on a wall or something in your wall. Yeah. And it can just like put it on the wall. Yep. That'd be cool. Think of it like like maybe like laser etching. You know how people they laser etch like engravings onto metal things or you know wood burning that kind of stuff yeah. but you could do that with your pen on the wall and you just oh, that would be so cool and, and that would be really cool for people like myself who can't draw right and if there was like some version of that that you could also like somehow tweak to make like to paint then i would have painted my bedroom in our old apartment five oh times God. over right because i could have just had this pen do it Right, and then you don't need to tape off the things because it's a pen, and it's like it's gonna be super precise. So it's yep. not gonna paint the ceiling. Yep. Or the the door frame. That'd be pretty cool. But also, it would have like you know lidar built in, so it could sense the dimensions of the room, and it knows that ceiling's different than the wall. I'm just not gonna squirt my paint yep. up there. That's so cool. That would be really cool. That'd be really cool. What yeah. else? What if eventually you, they come up with like headphone implants? Go they on. already have, there are already headphones that my brothers have that they don't go in your ears, they touch the bone behind yeah, it. Yeah, bone induction. And it plays yep. music, yeah, through vibration, which is already really fucking cool. But like, what if you can get implants? Or it's something that you can like put in your ear and then it, your ear absorbs it or something instead of having, like maybe that way it, you don't have to like have it actually implanted because that would require being cut into. But like somehow it absorbs into you, into your ear and you can connect it to whatever your device is and you just choose what you want and it plays in your ears. So that you can, like, that way you can, because that's a good thing about the, bo what would you call it, bone induction? Yeah. Because you can still hear what's going on around you with that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Because, and that's key, especially for women, uh, and especially for women at night. Because what we've learned from Law and Order is that there's a lot of women who get beaten and raped. So you need exactly. to be aware. Exactly. That would just be really cool to me. Because, you know, headphone technology is always evolving. I feel like they're on the brink of something. You know? Whoop. Like, maybe you stick a Q-tip too far in your ear, and that's the headphone, and it's just stuck there forever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's something coming. <gasps> something. Okay. Okay. Mouth guards and or braces. Mm-hmm. Get, okay, so hear, hear, hear me out. Think of an Invisalign tray that you put on your teeth. 
maybe you get it personalized, you mold it and put it on your teeth and you just wear them. And they translate speech as it passes through. It picks up the sound as you're talking and then it cancels that sound out and plays the translated speech. That would be cool. There could be some sort of like a chip to like it would definitely start as like a mouth guard or like something you have to put in there. Yeah. But then eventually maybe it would be like a one of Bill Gates's microchips. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> we're already getting those. But like eventually, years and years down the line, it you know like phones and everything, it gets smaller. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I'm cool. trying to think of things that you know, like glasses or things that. You only need them if you have poor vision, but, you know, Google Glass tried oh, to say yeah. anyone can wear glasses. So it's glasses. something you just put in. Yeah, so, but, like, so what about, what can we take other things that are, like, you only need it for certain like, circumstances, but now we're trying to normalize wearing it all the time. What if it's, like, instead of a mouth guard, it's, like, like something, you know, like, when you had, well, you never had braces. You did Invisalign, didn't you? You never right. had braces, right? So when I had braces, they had, like, metal around the back of the teeth sometimes there were like metal pieces that went around it mm-hmm. around the tooth it's like what if there's something you could put in that that isn't so isn't quite like a thing that goes around your tooth because if your teeth are tight you won't do it but like something that you put maybe in that space right back there or something that's like like you could just put it in a pocket and it's metal or something that would be really cool to translate. And because it's in there, maybe even with your mouth closed. I don't know though. That'd be different. Because if like somebody was talking to me, but my mouth was closed and it can't pick up the sound. But I was thinking because it's right there, it could it's close to the ear canal. So you could so maybe it could also translate and play into you. But this could just tie in with the headphones that I was exactly. thinking of before. Yeah. Yep. And then it translates, like the headphones, like these, like these AirPods, and pr- presumably what you have on as well, your new AirPods, or whatever they're, they're called. Whatever AirPods they're called, Max. They're not AirPods, they're fucking headphones. <laughs> you can tell Steve Jobs I said so. <laughs> I know Jesse, I, he, you said so. <laughs> Get it, because yes, you're the best job. Steve Jobs. I am the best Steve Jobs. <laughs> um, you're right, you're so true. But, I mean, like, these have he- microphones on them, so it mm-hmm. can pick up sound from me talking and, and what, whatever. Yeah, I think the mouth thing and the ear thing, eventually, like, maybe they don't come out at the same time, but one comes out and then the other one comes out with the capability to sync with that so that yeah. it can translate if you're somewhere else. It can translate into whatever language you need. Yep. That'd be yep. pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Pretty tits, as they okay. say. Okay. I've got one more. What about, you know, like knee braces or like maybe you might wear a sleeve on your elbow to like rehab your joints or an injury or something like that. Mm-hmm. What about ones you can wear that augment your strength depending on the situation? So if you you go to your construction job and you need to be able to lift a ton of weight and maybe you can't lift that weight, but you put on this knee sleeve, all of a sudden it does something to the molecules in your legs and allows you to lift things really, really easily. Or maybe you need to go run, you need to run faster, boom, it can just augment 
whatever it is, or send an electrical signal through your legs and numb them or whatever it might be. But things that you can put on your joints to, to give you more strength. Extra. Yeah, or extra oomph when the situation calls for it. You could put one on your index, like on your knuckle, so that you can flick really hard, like an yep. Ant Man. <laughs> yup. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. That would be really cool. I would wear one on my bad ankles, because maybe it would keep my ankles from rolling all the time. Give me strong, centered ankles. Big, sexy, strong ankles. <laughs> Big, sexy ankles. <laughs> Cankles. Kick-ass ankles. Kick-ass ankles. <laughs> Stupid. Kick-ass ankles. That would be really cool. So far, of all that we've discussed, I'm most into the thing in the mouth that translates and my uh, headphone things. Yeah, yeah. Merging the mouth and the ears. This would be so cool. And the tr like, especially with the translating of things. Yep. This is so cool. Truly really global. make traveling easier, you know, post-COVID at least. You know, yep. got to get through that. And wait a minute, wait a minute. What if it works with glasses too and everything you see automatically gets translated? So street signs, books, all that kind of shit. Ooh. And they all work together to make you one global traveler. Perfect. The global traveler. The global traveler. The Roger! <laughs> I think that's awesome. Hey, man, you know, for something you came up with four minutes before we were supposed yeah. to meet, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> I do that. When it comes to topic of conversations, I'm always doing that. I'm like, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck to talk about Part most of it was, a lot of the time. What blew my mind today was at the Apple event, they showed off a new software thing for Apple TV. You know how, mm -hmm. like, TVs... Whenever they come to you, they might not be calibrated well, or they might not have the right color options, mm -hmm. contrast, all that kind of stuff. And rather than having to go into your TV and fix the menu and shit like that, they showed off that you'll put your phone, the screen of your phone, up to the screen of the TV. The phone will read the light coming from the TV, the colors coming from the TV, and it will tell the Apple TV exactly how to display the image at its best. Weird. So you don't That's have to mess cool. with any settings. You just put your phone up to the screen, let it do its thing for a second, and then boom, perfect color balancing, all of that shit, without you having to mess with That's a single setting. That's pretty cool. Right, and I was like, You know, Apple does a lot of cool. really cool stuff. The AirPods Max, or whatever the fuck that is you're wearing, <laughs> is a stupid name. They're really cool, but this is, this is a real, um, it comes at night conundrum for me. <laughs> what comes at night? <laughs> So I'm like, oh, what a cool product. What a shit name. Shit name. Uh, that's really cool, though. Yeah. Super cool. Soups cool. Soups my poops. And that's Pop ultimately, slop. I'm sure. <laughs> Soups my poops. What'd you say? Pop slop? Eh, Pop no, slop. stop it. That's dead Listen. shit. Spunk. 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 Spunk, 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 spunk. <laughs> We are an explicit podcast. Oh boy, our heads are not with our body. Did you lose your license to a DWI? We got scooters. High prices. What? Oofa doofa. Just got bit by the love bug. What's driving you? To drink. Stupid. Okay, I'm sorry for the. We momentarily lost our minds. Um. This brings us to the part of our podcast 
where I'm going to ask you to please find us on YouTube, like the YouTube channels, and watch our videos there. Um, even if you don't watch the videos there, just put comments there so that we can see them and laugh and, and be happy and receive joy. Yes. You can also find us on Twitter. Not Twitter. Not Twitter, but Twitter. With the bluebird. Twitter? Twaha? Baba? Now we're just making sounds. Yes. <laughs> now we're just making sounds. Uh, but uh, so on Twitter, you can find us Affable Idiots, Respawn Name Fire, YouTube. We don't have specific vanity names because we're not vain. Just kidding. We are, but we need you. <laughs> we are vain. <laughs> we are vain. We need you to like us so that we can get our sweet, sweet, delicious vanity nameplates for our cars. <laughs> our YouTube cars. Also, Alto Balto, Alto, Age of Ultra, and Oliver Twist. Go to affabilities.com. You can there are direct links to all of those things. If you're like, what is the Twitter handle? What is their YouTube page? But there's also a link for Year of the Guest. Yes. Be on our show. Have fun with us. Play a game. Eat some chocolate Be pie. That's not a euphemism our for poop. Guest. Be our guest. Uh, speaking of, we have three guests already signed up for the next few weeks. So. Um, First come, first serve. You want to be one of the guests too? Come on, come on. First come, first soft serve. <laughs> Ice cream. Mm. That brings us to the part of our podcast where we're going to part with you positively with a thought. I've got an image that- ready too. <laughs> and yeah, there's an image, and it's a really good image. I think it might mm-hmm, be the mm-hmm, best image mm-hmm. of our parting positive thoughts ever. So that's just another reason to go watch this episode on Yubtub. You get to see Mike's weird freaking tongue. Yub-tub. You get to see this. But this week's parting, oh my gosh, I really hate it. I really hate it. It's <laughs> so weird. It's almost as bad as when you do the, like the old man <laughs> licking his, it's awful. It's so bad. Blah. This week's parting positive thought. I'm sorry I'm body shaming you. You've got a beautiful <laughs> tongue. You love to watch it walk away though. <laughs> hate it when you leave, but I love to watch you get the fuck out. This week's parting positive thought comes to you from this beautiful unicorn farting in a yoga pose. And it says, inhale the good shit. Exhale the bullshit. (laughs) And that's, that's a motto I live by. I live by it. Just breathe out that bullshit. Get rid of it. Get it away from you and just breathe in the good stuff, you know? Just mm, just mm. that good good. You know what I mean? Mm, that's good good. That good good. Thank you all for joining us on this Tuesday night. We'll see you on Sunday. A li- well, if you're watching us live on Twitch, we'll see you on Sunday. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you're listening to us, we'll see you at the earliest on Thursday. That's At correct. the latest, whenever you listen to this, between now and the time you die. <laughs> <laughs> As always, hugs and kisses. Hearts and sharts. Sharty farts. Hoo ha ha. Hoo ha ha. Sharty. Hoo ha ha.